Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Gen Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Reeves Jones. The Gen Zone Podcast will digest trending stories in college football and the NFL through my own personal takes and opinions. Thank you guys for listening today and I hope you enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back here to the Gen Zone Podcast. This week, we're going to be focus on, focusing in on my post-week one power rankings. I'm sure you guys, hope you did, all saw my initial power rankings. Had some um, some disagreements with it, to say the least, but I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. I, I'll touch on some of the games that you know made me feel a little bit better about my power rankings, and especially some of the ones that people disagreed with. But overall, I mean... Obviously, a shocking week one here in the NFL. Um, not Nothing crazy, but saw a big blow by the Cowboys, good crazy wins by the Dolphins, um, and a whole lot of other stuff. But we'll get back into it. So, not a ton of movement. I mean, I'll go over my biggest risers and fallers, but we'll, we'll just work backwards again, starting with 32. Uh, I got the Cardinals still there. I mean, they kind of they gave the Commanders a little bit of work, but um, really struggled offensively. Obviously, when you have Josh Jobs as your quarterback, who's known the play- playbook for two weeks, um, you're not going to have much offensive success. But their defense looked pretty stout. Honestly, that could just be the Commanders' offensive flaws. But they're going to stay at 32, 31. I have the Texans moving back a little bit. It's just their offense is going to really struggle. Um, they have really no weapons. Stroud looked pedestrian, um, and they got beat pretty bad with the Ravens covering that 10-point spread. But I kind of like the Texans going uh, going in, in Indianapolis or playing Indianapolis this week. I really like how D'Amico Ryan's had that defense at some points. I mean, Ravens really weren't efficient in the red zone, especially with some key turnovers and others. But um, at 30, of the Colts. I said I already like the Texans in that game. I just think that the Colts injuries, especially on for running back, and they really know off I mean Michael Pittman Jr., but this Texans defense I expect to show up in their home opener. At twenty nine, I have the New York Giants dropping um four spots from twenty five. And you know, this is a, this is one of the picks that I felt pretty good about. Um just I knew the Giants were due for regression. I just their offense, they were a lucky team, their offense just looked dreadful. Turnovers are an issue. The offensive line is an issue. Um, so that, I got a lot of criticism for having the Giants so far back, but their season last year was pretty lucky, and I think they'll probably struggle this year, just as we saw last Sunday night. 20 of the Buccaneers moving up a little bit. I think this team was a little um, a little underrated. Um, got a lot of hate. I mean, the, Baker is going to compete at least for the first few weeks. But I think things will catch up to this team. I mean, they have offensive weapons and, you know, a pretty veteran-level defense. But barring any kind of injuries build up and, you know, we, that happens with older teams that the Buccaneers will flatten out. But good win, nonetheless, against the Vikings in a very sloppy game. At 27, I had the Panthers moving back a few spots. Just defense showed up pretty well. Brian Burns did some serious damage. And they limited the Falcons' passing game, but injuries to J.C. Horn. I mean, that guy can just not stay healthy. Just honestly looking like a bust. Really wish we had Pat Sertan in the secondary, but it's all right. feel bad for the guy. But offense, Bryce Young trouble with turnovers, so 
we'll need to clean those up hopefully Monday night, which is a game that I'll be at um, this coming week. Um, after that, I have the New England Patriots at 26, which was a you know really tough game and a game that, an inspiring game for, at least for the Patriots defense and the offense tried to come back here then but got down to a big 16-0 lead at the start of the game and just couldn't get all the way back. Um, but this Patriots front seven looked very stout and it'll be interesting to see how they match up against two and the Dolphins versus a team that you know the Patriots outweigh the Chargers front seven by a million. This could be a really top tier defense, but their offense just didn't really show anything to pop besides some, in my opinion, garbage points at the end of the game. At 25, I like the Tennessee Titans. Um, just the offense is just is abysmal. They're if you you have to have offense in this day and age, and they competed with the Saints. They covered, I know, but it's it was a very it was a very poor game to watch, and this team's gonna really struggle. It's the offense is dreadful. Twenty four, I've Washington. You know, Sam Howell got his first. I think NFL victory should be right. Um, and they but they survived. Um, the offense just wasn't really moving the ball well. Um, it's just I don't even want to say it's a lack of weapons because they have guys like McCorn and um, Jahan Dotson and Brian Robinson. And obviously, Sam can be dynamic and sometimes, but they're just I don't know. This team it was good they got their first win, but it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a slow burn I think for this team. At twenty three of the L A Rams. Um, team that you know moved up my rankings a ton, and maybe that's a you know just recency bias, but they, I thought they looked really well or really good. Excuse me, um, against that Seahawks team, maybe the Seahawks. Seahawks probably played arguably one of the worst games they could have played, but guys stepped up for the Rams. Kyron Williams had two touchdowns. Puka Nakua, big fantasy ad. I I got grabbed in one of my leagues, fifteen targets, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, stepped in really well for Cooper Cup, and that's a guy to you know really watch out for. But they head into San Fran, who just look—I'll get to them later—but just look phenomenal. So it's gonna be a really tough beat to see if this Rams team is legit. But I like the way they they came out and played Week One, especially you know they have the coaching advantage against most teams with Sean McVay. Anyway, twenty-two have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who were probably the worst-looking team. Especially, you know, one of the team, uh, a team that was at home other than the Seahawks that just looked awful. The offense is just looks putrid. It's gonna be rough. Defense look honestly even worse. But Steelers, they're gonna have to really get it together, really get it together if they want to continue to um, help their coach get consecutive winning seasons. Twenty one of the Bears. This team also just looked pretty bad. Um, it's they're not. They're just not a good football team in my opinion. They should be. Honestly, worse than not where I have them at 21, but I trust the fields will maybe have them compete a little bit, compete a little bit against the Buccaneers. But they have to go down to Tampa. They're they're going to struggle this year. They they just don't have the roster to really hang around with some some of these other teams. 20 of the Las Vegas Raiders, who you know Jamie G. I mean that guy just wins games. Um, they survived Bronco survived the Broncos, um, but. I mean, I just really need to continue to see it from Jimmy G. Like, nothing pops out off the board from their offense. Jacobs got kind of swallowed up all game. Devontae was a little bit limited, but guys are going to have to step up and make plays. Jacoby Myers actually kind of impressed, but the defense really didn't get tested at all, and I think they're definitely going to get tested this week in Buffalo. So that will be a game to watch. 19, Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they got the win. They covered. Beat a low lowly Panthers team 
who just can't ever win in Atlanta. And def- their defense looked pretty strong. And NFC Player of the Week, Jesse Bates, two picks, had a great game. Um, but the offense, passing game, especially Desmond Ritter, I just is. People love this Falcons team coming in the year, but if that guy can it did what he can't 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 build off of what he did, is he going to progress? Um, Falcons are going to look other where other other avenues at quarterback because it is it's horrible to watch. I mean, can't get Drake London involved, can't get Kyle Pitts involved, and that all starts at the quarterback position. Bijan Algier looked really solid though, I will say. Eighteen of the Broncos this team. I just want to. It's still a wait and see approach. I I thought they would show up a lot better. On Sunday against against the Raiders, but they just really didn't. But I, it's just more of a wait and see. But defense um, looked pretty good. Seventeen like the Packers, they were they look very strong. Jordan Love just looks so comfortable. It's just that kind of that kind of scene where you get to sit in, you get away, and you get your chance. Just building so much confidence, and they just went off. I mean, it was it was a pretty fun game to watch. I'm sure for Packers fans. So they play at they play at Atlanta. So you know these teams that. Or you know, within a team of each other, and my power rankings are going to go at it. So it'd be a good game. Minnesota Vikings at sixteen. I mean, they literally just lost. They beat themselves against the Buccaneers. I don't think it was anything the Buccaneers did, but Kirk Cousins just fumbling it over and over again. It's just ugly football. And they play tonight, so I I'm not any more confident in the Vikings tonight than I was on Sunday, obviously, but. I don't know. They're going to have to get it figured out on the offensive side and just avoid those turnovers because if they do so, I bet they'll start winning games. The defense honestly looked improved. 15, I have the Seattle Seahawks uh, moving back a couple spots, but I still trust the offensive weaponry, offensive weaponry they had. Uh, I think they avoided most most injuries, but, I mean, they played the, probably the worst game they could have played. It was, it was pretty embarrassing. Um, if Geno is really going to Gino looked like the Gino he looked like for the past or the lab the last five games the last season I mean they're gonna really struggle and it's gonna be a big letdown for Seahawks fans at 14 I have the Saints this team just looked horrible on offense defense was fine but it was just it was Ryan Tannehill and the Titans so you can't give much benefit benefit of the doubt there um but they're gonna have to get it going I mean if they if I know it's week one, new quarterback, you're gonna struggle, but you gotta you got Chris Olave, you got Michael Thomas, you got guys around the ball that can make plays, you gotta get it going. Especially if you're gonna pay for Derek Carr like the way they did. Thirteen of the Browns, you know, they really just dominated the Bengals. Um more defensively than offensively. I mean, their offense is not great, um, still under Deshaun Watson, which is concerning, but they got the win and they won where they had to and really shut down that Bengals offense. Number 12 are the New York Jets. I mean, they probably should be a little bit back in the in the in the power rankings, but I really like the way they just that was an that was an awesome way to end week 1 of the NFL season. Script writers had it going. Um, but that was awesome. But What's not awesome is them losing Aaron Rodgers for the whole season, having to get to the Zach Wilson show once again. It's going to be a long season for Jets fans, but if if Garrett Wilson can produce it the same way he did last year under Zach Wilson, they could probably sneak by, and this def- their defense looked very strong, but they're going to get humbled real quick in Dallas, and Dallas is going to eat up Zach Wilson just like he did, just like they did for um, 
with Dak. Not Dak, but Daniel Jones. They're going to eat Zach Wilson alive, I'm sure. Um, and then at 11, Chargers, I mean, defense look very weak. And it's Brandon Staley, honestly, might be in the hot seat at this point, but they should not have lost that game. Um, but it was, it was, I don't have them moving anywhere. I, I still trust that they'll handle business this week in, in Tennessee because um, their offense is 10 times better. But this defense has got it. I mean, you have big names. You have Jason Jackson, you have Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and you're not even, there's no star power getting activated against the Dolphins. I mean, they threw for. 460 yards on you. I mean, you got to get together. Or Mahomes will do that right back at you. So, beware, Chargers fans. Got to hold that defense down. It's kind of like the Lions. You know, they really you know, humbled some Chiefs fans in that week one. But Lions, man, they just they just get after you. Um, they're physical. They hit you in the mouth. But besides that pick six, I mean, the Chiefs really should have won that game. And it, it wasn't Mahomes' fault. It was Kadarius Tony's drop. Um, but I like them this week against the Seahawks, no doubt. Number nine of the Jaguars. Team I was pretty hesitant about having in my top ten, but I like the way that their offense looked against the Colts. I, I really like that, but the defense and some injuries on the offensive line are really going to affect them this week going home for the opener against the Chiefs. It could be a really slow start for the Jaguars, um, especially offensively. I think the Chiefs, I'll get the Chiefs in, at the, in a minute, but I think the Chiefs' defense actually looked pretty pretty good. And this Jack this Jaguars team, if they can't hold down the Chiefs' offense, then it's they're gonna get ran they're gonna get run over. Um, number eight Cowboys. I mean, they're staying the same here. I, I saw there was a lot to like, but there was a very small same size of their offense defense. Look incredible. Dan Quinn got after it. Um, it was it was really good to see. I'm sure for Cowboys fans, but. I want to see how they come out offensively against the Jets. Number seven on the Ravens, same kind of deal. Offense was not great, but I know they can be better. And they match up with the team I have right right above them in the Bengals next week. And the Bengals have kind of had their number. I'm really going to want to see the Ravens step up. I thought their defense looked pretty good, but losing J.K. Dobbins, um, they're going to really need to get, get Lamar going, get Zay Flowers going, Odell. Shot Bateman, Andrews needs to be healthy. Um, so I just I need more of their offense. And the Bengals, same thing. I just I know they'll bounce back in this spot. It's a great bounce back spot. They Burrow's stats and trends against the Ravens are incredible. I expect him to go off and the team to go off against the Ravens and bounce back. But you know they'll be ready to go. Number five of the Dolphins moving up a spot, which. Um, <laughs> I caught a lot of heat for, but I was, I was very satisfied with their win and the way their offense looked as I spoke to um, in the first Power Rankings episode. So uh, shout out to everyone who, you know, didn't didn't believe in them, but I'm here with them. But they're going to have a really tough test going to New England. Um, I think that the line is super trappy, and honestly it's a game that the Patriots could definitely take from the Dolphins, especially going from defenses like the L.A. Chargers to – the Patriots, so look out for that game. Excuse me. Um, and then at four of the Bills, they're not going anywhere. I just Allen just has some thing with the Jets. You know, it's the it's division rivalries. It's like Burrow with the Bengals, same kind of deal. He just presses through three picks that you know two of which shouldn't have happened. Just kind of air pun, arm punts, and then a fumble that he's just trying to 
is just boneheaded. He needs to he just presses against the Jets and I expect him to really respond against the Raiders who are a much lesser defense and a team that you know, Burrow can just go off on. I mean, when they're moving the ball, they look pretty strong, and their defense obviously look pretty stout. So I'll look for them to bounce back into Raiders. I'm not, not too worried about the Bills. Number three of the Niners, they moved up a couple spots. Um, I mean, probably the best-looking team. I think people are really taking them seriously. Brock Purdy is just running the offense as he should. And it's just It just looks pure and looks really strong. Defense obviously played great, but – uh, they need to dominate the Rams next week to, you know, make sure they're legit. Number two, have the Eagles. You know, Thursday night game, kind of sketchy. Offense went kind of went kind of damp. Um, not gonna lie against the Patriots, but I think that Patriots team is a really top tier defense, and they got by and they covered. But I mean, they, um, they need to get to get offensively, and I think they will tonight against the Vikings. Honestly. Um, they have the Vikings number recently, and I think it's a good spot for the Eagles tonight, honestly. So look out for the Eagles to bounce back. I thought their defense looked pretty good besides, you know, just getting late in the game. Things are getting slow, but still like the Eagles at two. They're, they're a class of the NFC along with the 49ers. At number one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not, like, I'm just not worried about them. I know they lost their first week, but they also lost in week three to the Colts last year. It happens, you know. It was at home, which is kind of concerning, but they they do need Travis Kelsey back. But they do add Chris Jones, ready to go. Um, they're gonna be pissed off, and they're gonna look a lot better this week in Jacksonville than most people expect, I'm sure. So I'm not worried about Mahomes and the Chiefs, but that's it. So um, some shifts, and I'll go over my biggest risers, and I. I'll kind of I feel a little bit more confident others than not, but my biggest riser was the L.A. Rams going up six spots, and I just this is another wait and see, but I I I like where they're at with Stafford, and I like the way they came out. It just you know it's a little bit more promising for their season than I expected. Um, Packers move up four spots, and I mean I think this team honestly could be the best in their division um, if, if Jordan Loves continues to play. He was the best looking quarterback, honestly, in Week One. But they've got it. They're not healthy. The backers are not healthy, so they're gonna. They might struggle this week in Atlanta, but we we will see. They just need to get healthier receiver. And Aaron Jones went down, but wait and see there. But I I did like the way the Packers came out and play. Buccaneers move up three spots too. Um, kind of same deal. Like I Baker's gonna come out and do his thing. He's gonna compete for the few first few weeks, but it's gonna be the trend over the whole season if you can really you know stick with it and get after it and the Browns move up two spots you know same kind of thing got to see Deshaun really become that guy again like he was in Houston Lions move up two spots you know headed in the right direction but offense didn't look great but I like the way the defense played you know this team just has a really good culture that I, I like and like I said I like them a lot this week against the Seahawks at home um the moving up one spot obviously I touched on the Dolphins I was kind of just a, a homer pick that you know, I was kind of catching some heat for, but I like the way the Dolphins came out and played, and I think their offense is on everyone's radar. The biggest faller this week I had was the New York Giants. Obviously, talked about them. Start of the year, just not a believer in Brian Dable, honestly, and Daniel Jones. Clearly, it's just it's gonna be a long season for Giants fans. I predict. Bears drop three spots along with the Jets. Obviously, we can predict with what happens with the Jets and Bears, but. I just think the Bears roster is just not – is a little bit overrated, especially at the start of the season. 
It's going to really show later on. And then the Jets losing Aaron Rodgers, obviously the life of their team was their where their all their confidence came came from at the start of this year, but it's going to be a long ride once again for Jets fans. And then Steelers going down two points, not the end of the world, but they're they're not. They're not this is one not one of Mike Tomlin's better teams. Seahawks going down two, it's really surprising. They have a really great roster, but I'm honestly not crazy concerned with the uh, with the way they looked. They played one of the worst games they probably could have played, but overall it was a really exciting week one, and I'm looking forward to next week. Um, I think after this week we'll kind of really figure out what who teams are and you know what their seasons what their season outlooks can really be. You know, injury bug is gonna it bought, bought, bit a lot of teams. But it's, it's it was a really exciting week, especially the four o'clock games. I'm sure we can all attest it. They uh they outbeat the one o'clock games, but it's NFL, baby. We love it. So that's my week two, or yeah, pre week two rankings. So thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoyed.